0: Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, We are looking at Jesus' teaching about the kingdom of God through parables, And so there's many, many parables, and we've been checking them out and checking out their (coughs) cross-references. Where we are now, we're in Matthew 19. In Matthew 18, uh, Jesus, there were some parables. In Matthew 20, there's there's a parable, I think maybe more than one. And uh, so chapter 19 lies in between. And you sort of want to get a flow of what the uh, writer of the particular gospel was saying. And sometimes I think we do ourselves harm by skipping over a chapter and picking up where the next thing occurs. Because it's really important to say, okay, what's the context? What is the flow? Uh, Because a lot of times the the gospel writer will say, well, then, and because, and therefore, well, we need to know what's going on. So that's what we're doing. In uh, Matthew 19, we saw in the last episode that somebody had asked Jesus a question about divorce. So I want to go back and read uh, those six verses that we've covered so far and then hopefully finish the rest of the answer that Jesus gave about this. So Matthew chapter 19 verse 1 says this, When Jesus had finished these words, he departed from Galilee and came into the region of Judea beyond the Jordan. So he had finished what we saw in chapter 18. He left and he's relocated. He's in a different geographical region now. Verse 2. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. So Jesus is healing the people who are following. Verse 3, some Pharisees came to Jesus, testing him, asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife for any reason at all? Now, just think about this for a moment. Many people are following Jesus, and he's healing them. The religious rulers, rather than rejoice in the fact that many are being healed, are seeking to trip him up. It says that they're testing him. And they test him with this question. Is it lawful, according to the law of Moses, the law of God, to divorce a wife for any reason at all? Jesus answered and said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. So Jesus dealt with their issue, okay? He, instead of coming back down to the divorce thing initially, He says, Don't you realize what marriage is? It's the coming together of a male and a female. This actually addresses issues of modern day religionists, okay? Modern day religionists who want to believe that there's more than two sexes, who want to believe that, well, anybody can marry anybody and anything at any time. Okay? It's the same. He deals with the same thing. Also, it shows us that Jesus confirmed the word of Genesis, because these passages come out of Genesis. Remember that? We talked all about that in the previous episode. So Jesus says, what well, God's joined together, let no man separate. He continues, verse 7. They said to Jesus, why then did Moses command to give her a certificate of divorce and send her away? <laughs> well, they're coming back now, and they're starting to blame Moses for this. They said, well, Moses commanded this. Moses commanded that we could do this. So if what you're saying is true, why did Moses say that? These religionists now had what they wanted. They thought they had Jesus trapped here. Verse 8, Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives. But from the beginning, it has not been this way. Woe Again, Jesus in their face. Again, Jesus boldly speaking the truth, in love, but not backing down. Not some little milk toast kind of thing. No, no, no. He's coming along. They said, well, Moses commanded us to give her a certificate of divorce. In other words, that give her a certificate of divorce and send her away was a quote from the Old Testament. And Jesus said, no, it's because of the hardness of your heart that Moses, and here, when they're speaking of Moses, they're speaking of the Mosaic law. The law of Moses, the law of God that came through Moses. This law permitted you to divorce your wives. It permitted it, but it permitted because of the hardness of your heart. It wasn't a command. And then Jesus says, from the beginning, it hasn't been this way. This isn't the way that the man and woman coming together as husband and wife was designed. Verse 9, Jesus continues, And I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for immorality and marries Another woman commits adultery. And so right here, Jesus, says if immorality is involved with this, then it's permitted, it's permitted. It's not required. It's not a commandment. And actually in the life of believers, if husband and wife are both true believers and there's an immorality issue that has arisen, it's not this requirement that you have to divorce them. In the life of believers, what you really see, I think, as a greater requirement is that of forgiveness. So if the immoral one seeks forgiveness and wants you to forgive them and wants to remain with you, then that's what we should do. A lot of times, believers view this as a get-out-of-jail-free card. That's not what's going on here. Will the Lord forgive us for immorality? Yes. Will the Lord forgive us for adultery? Yes. But the Lord is showing that there's a greater thing involved with this. So verse 10, the disciples said to Jesus, if the relationship of the man with his wife is like this, it's better not to marry. (laughs) Don't you love the disciples? It's like they were saying, "Uh, well, you know, if I'm stuck with her all the time, it's probably better that I just don't marry at all. Uh, You love them because they're so like us, the way they're thinking. Because they're humans, right? Jesus was saying, no, it's a heart heart issue from these religionists, and it's a heart issue with the immoral and the adulterous and the one who's wanting to divorce his wife. Forgive and move on. Verse 11, last two verses here. But Jesus said to them, Not all men can accept this statement, but only those to whom it has been given. Accept what statement? Well, what the disciples just said, if the relationship of a man with his wife is like this, it's better not to marry (laughs) The statement right here, that it's better not to marry. And Jesus says, not all men can accept this statement, but only those to whom it's been given. And you say, are you sure that's what he's talking about? Yeah, the next verse clarifies it. Verse 12, Jesus continues to speak. For there are eunuchs who have been born that way from their mother's womb. And there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men. And there are also eunuchs who made themselves eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. He who is able to accept this, let him accept it. Okay. And so uh, a eunuch, it can be described as someone who uh, is impotent. Okay. Also as an unmarried man, we sort of view it as someone who's been emasculated. And that's what he's talking about. that has been made eunuch by men, but he says, there are those, who have been born this way from their mother's womb. They're born this way uh, either uh, physically and or spiritually, Okay, that there's a calling to this. There's also ones who have made themselves eunuch for the sake of the kingdom of God. In other words, they realize, Paul speaks about this later, this type of thing, that for him personally, that he determined... Uh, to remain unmarried for the sake of the kingdom of God. Now, Paul's really interesting because he might have been married before. He he was a Pharisee, and it's generally thought that they were required to be married. If that were true, then Paul's wife would have likely had died. We have no account in Scripture as to what had happened with this. Okay, We don't know what it was. But we do know that he says, you know, for the sake of the kingdom, I remain this way. But Paul also verifies what the Lord says right here. If you're able to accept this, then accept it. That's great. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Live that way. If you're not able to accept it, that's fine, too. Another portion of scripture says it's better to marry than to burn <laughs> with passion. Okay, And so that's fine. Both are of God. Can you imagine how this impacted the religionists? Can you imagine how it impacted the people around them? Hey, we don't have to imagine. We know how it's impacting us. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. We'll talk more about this later. See you then. Goodbye.